It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the U.S. Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. That's cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. Merry Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. From Hollywood, the Colgate Palmolive Peak Company, makers of Colgate Tooth Powder and Halo Shampoo, take pleasure in bringing you one of America's favorite actors, Edward Arnold, in a special Christmas story, The Messiah. Edward Arnold stars as narrator and as George Frederick Handel in our special Christmas legend, The Messiah. this, our first peacetime Christmas in all too many years, the Colgate Halo Theater of Romance presents its annual musical drama, an original by Gene Holloway, based on the life of a man who truly captured the moving spirit of this day. Our storyteller for today is the distinguished American actor, Edward Arnold. With him, you will hear the Christmas chorus and orchestra, directed by Lud Gluskin. In 1740, people were saying that George Frederick Handel could no longer write music. His enemies were saying that he never had been able to compose anything of great note. His friends were apologizing that he had been ill and that worry over money had kept him from writing the things that were inside him. He was 55 years old, and yet actually grief and pain had made him much older. He walked uncertainly down the street his shoulders sagging on the Christmas Eve of this most important year of his life. People went by, some spoke, but he did not heed them. He was looking into an abyss that was dark and empty and without ending. The lifetime that had yawned ahead of him, a lifetime without music. And he knew he could not face it. He passed the Church of the Blessed Madonna. He had no intention of pausing, but... Uh... Mr. Handel! Mr. Handel! Did you call me father? Yes, Mr. Handel. Won't you come into the church a moment? We have it all decorated for Christmas. You haven't been inside for some time now. No, I I haven't had much interest in religion. Those are strange words from your lips, Mr. Handel. Some of the most beautiful music I've ever heard in our church. You played yourself at the organ. Well, I'll play no more music, Father. I'm finished with music forever. That would be a great loss to the world, were it true. For your music has sometimes seemed... Well, almost like the voice of God. It was so beautiful, so sacred. Please, come in for a moment, Mr. Hatton. No, Father, I have no religion anymore. I... I have no God. Oh, my friend, 
listen to me. I'm not interested in a sermon, Father. Good night. Oh, uh, Merry Christmas. The good father stood there a moment, looking after Handel, and then he went inside to pray that this lamb that had strayed would find his way back to the flock. There was a little park next to the church, and Handel wandered into it, toward a bench. He was tired, he was heartsick, he was cold, he was lonely. And suddenly, for the first time in his life, he wanted to die. Death seemed to beckon him through the snow, offering release and peace. And then he saw the woman coming toward him. A woman who seemed to move to music. A woman so beautiful that tears stung his eyes when she smiled at him. Good evening, Mr. Handel. I beg your pardon? I said good evening, Mr. Handel. You know my name? Everyone who loves music knows your name, Mr. Handel. May I sit here by you for a moment? It's quite cold. I was just leaving. I'm... I'm not very good company, I'm afraid. I know why you're unhappy, Mr. Handel. I heard you talking to Father Stanley. That's really why I spoke to you. I wanted to tell you that you're wrong about your music. You've written some great music. And I wanted to tell you, too, that you have yet to write your greatest music. Indeed, madam. Well, let me tell you something now. I've written the last note I ever intend to write. You can't stop writing music. You might as well say to the snow, don't fall tonight on London. You might as well say to the winds, pass London by tonight. You might as well say to the stars, shine no more on England. Say to the world, I will write no more music. God has given you a great gift, and you must use it. No, God has forsaken me. God never forsakes anyone. People may forsake God, but they are never forsaken by him. Go into that church and make your peace with God, Mr. Handel. And then go home and bring that music to life that is waiting to be born. All at once, he wanted to get away from the woman. There was something in her eyes that made him ashamed and uncomfortable. A challenge and a fire in them that, that made him feel lacking and inadequate. Once more, his torment took hold of him. A bitterness and an anguish and a frustrated grief closed in about him. And he walked, now fast, now slow. And at last he found himself by the river. And once more, death beckoned. He walked over to the edge of the bridge. He clutched the rail a moment, stepped back to leave. And... That's not the way, Mr. Handel. He stared at her a moment. And then his anger left all bounds. What are you doing here? I followed you. How dare you follow me? What I do is my own concern and no one else's. No, you're wrong. What you do is the concern of all mankind because there are still things you must do. Man lives for a purpose, Mr. Handel, not for his own pleasure. And it is for God to say when he has completed that purpose. One of the few things a man can choose for himself is death if he wants to take matters into his own hands. You have no right to interfere. You're tired and it's late. Why don't you go home and rest? He stood there an instant looking at her, and then he turned without a word and stamped off towards home. When he reached there, his man Charles was waiting at the door. I'm so glad you're home, sir. I was quite worried. Well, I'm going to bed. I, I don't want to be disturbed till morning. Very well, sir. Good night, sir. Merry Christmas. Hmm? Oh, oh, Merry Christmas to you, Charles. He went to his room shut the door and leaned wearily against it for a moment. His eyes closed. He wanted to cry, but he didn't know how to cry. 
He walked over to the organ where he had composed much of his music, put the lid down, definitely and finally. Then he sat down at his desk and started a letter to one of his best friends. My dear friend, when you receive this note, I shall be gone from this world and from this life. I feel that I have accomplished all that I can accomplish. And somehow, all the music is gone. There is nothing left inside me. Knowing this, I cannot bear to live. Yes, Charles, come in. You. Good evening, Mr. Handel. We meet again. What are you doing in my house? How did you get here? What do you want? I would like to show you something that I think might mean music to you. Something I believe may mean your salvation. Now, please, this concern over my salvation is becoming something of a nuisance. Will you please go and leave me alone? You will find some beautiful words here, Mr. Handel. I think you could set these words to music beyond any music that has ever been written. I'm not interested in seeing any words or writing any music. Do you understand that? I think you will be interested when you read these words. This is a sacred story, Mr. Handel. It is called Messiah. Will you look at it? No, I will not look at it. I'll just leave it open here on the desk. I think one day you'll thank me for that, Mr. Handel, on your knees. There it is when you're ready for it. Good night. Left alone, Handel barely glanced at the manuscript lying in his desk. He added a line or two to his letter and then put, the, put things in order and laid down to rest. But he couldn't rest. He tossed from one side to the other. He got up and closed the door. He paced the floor. He lay down again. Then got up and walked again. He couldn't keep away from that manuscript on the desk. Twice he reached for it and then let his hand fall. Finally he bent over it and read a line. He was despised. Despised and rejected. The line sang itself. He could hear the music each time he said it. Reluctantly, unwillingly, he turned to the opening page and read the opening lines. And the words were music. The music came surging up from his heart and his soul. Music that was joy and sorrow, heartbreak, ecstasy, faith and hope and resurrection. Music that was God. And the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth. To a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Fear not, Mary. For thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. Oh, 
desperately in need of a place to rest. Ah, we have no room. We've asked at almost every house in Bethlehem for shelter. My wife is ill. We must rest somewhere. Well, I'd like to help you, but every room is full. Um, there is a stable in back of the inn. Perhaps you could sleep the night there. Thank you. Thank you. I am most grateful. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God. Glory to God! Glory to God in the came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us go now, even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary, and Joseph, and the babe, lying in the manger. Just listen to Mr. Handel play that organ. I have never heard music like that in my life. I'm worried about Mr. Handel. He's hardly been out of the room for four weeks. Every time I've gone in, he's been playing the organ. Or writing music on paper. When I've taken him food, he's barely glanced at it. I don't think he even sees me when I go in and out. He stopped. Listen. Mr. Handel, 
Is there something I can do for you, sir? No, no, no. I'm going out. Or is there something I can get you, sir? No, no, no. I'm I'm going out. There's a woman I... I've got to find a woman I want to get down on my knees and thank... A woman, sir? Yes, she brought me this, this, this music, these words. She brought me this work, Messiah. You saw her, you let her in on Christmas Eve. No woman was here on Christmas Eve. She was here, I tell you. She brought me this manuscript. No, sir, I brought you that manuscript. It's the poem Mr. Charles Jennings brought here and left for you. I put it on your desk while you were asleep. You? You brought it to me? Yes, sir. You brought it to me. George Frederick Handel turned and ran from the house. He ran through the streets, holding the music of the Messiah tight against him. He never paused, although it was some distance until he reached the church of the Blessed Madonna. He went up the steps and inside the church, slowly, hesitantly, tears rolling down his face. He stumbled down the aisle to the altar. He had no money to light a candle, but he took one and lit it before the statue of the Madonna. And he laid his Messiah on the altar for payment. And then, George Frederick Handel got down on his knees and gave thanks.
Edward Arnold, the star of the Colgate Halo presentation of The Messiah. I should like to read you what the poet Heine wrote about a certain book. He said it is plain, it's a plain old book, modest as nature itself and simple too. A book of unpretending workday appearance, like the sun that warms us or the bread that nourishes us. And the name of this book is simply the Bible. Many of us have read passages from the Bible today. But why not make Bible reading a daily habit? Between the covers of this plain old simple book, you'll find peace of soul. And very often the solution of many a disturbing mental problem. Colgate Tooth Powder and Halo Shampoo... Join in thanking Mr. Edward Arnold, who appeared through the courtesy of Metro-Golden-Mayer, the entire cast and the theater of romance singers and musicians for an impressive Christmas presentation. We have a lot of Christmas presents to open for all the audiences of theater romance, so I'd like first to call on Kathy Lewis, who's been the Colgate Halo leading lady for Robert Walker, John Garfield, and Joe Cotton. Oh, Frank, this looks like a wonderful gift. I've got to open it right now. Look. Look, it's dated January 1st. Mark it on all your calendars. It's Gregory Peck, starring here next week in Intermezzo. Thanks so much for this wonderful gift. And here's Lou Merrill, who has done such splendid work on our theater romance, with Jimmy Stewart, Van Johnson, and Robert Taylor. I'll take this one, if I may. It's dated January 8th. Well, this is an exciting gift to theater romance fans. Douglas Fairbanks, Jr., marking his return to Hollywood with a romantic interpretation of, uh... Well, just wait till January 8th. Here's Harice Brin, who's been on many theater romance shows. Uh, open this one, honey. It's dated January 15th. Oh, no, not just for me. Everyone has to share this. Cary Grant and the Ghost Goes West. Oh, gee, and I have to wait till January 15th. Oh, but what a gift. Here's one of the favorite players of theater romance. Come on, Jack McCarthy, here's a gift for you to open... Oh, it seems kind of heavy. Uh, give me a hand, will you, Frank? Well, now, would you look at that? A gift for the audience of January the 22nd. Wayne Morris, the Hollywood flyer who has so many Jap planes to his credit. And with him, a leading lady who's a honey, Claire Trevor. And it's a double feature in Kid Galahad. Frank, I bet that'll be a knockout. <laughs> oh, uh, Mr. Arnold, uh, will you open this one? Indeed, I will. Let me see. January the 29th. Oh, my, it looks lovely. <laughs> it is lovely. A delightful presentation starring one of America's most charming young ladies, Shirley Temple. What a nice gift to give to the Colgate Halo audience of theater of romance. There's your theater of romance list, ladies and gentlemen. Six great stars during January. All for you. From Colgate Tooth Powder and Halo Shampoo. Charles Vanders Productions of Theater of Romance come to you because of your enthusiastic recognition of Colgate Tooth Powder and Halo Shampoo. Keep a date with Theater of Romance for all the weeks to come. You'll always hear your favorite stars. This is your host, Frank Graham, saying Merry Christmas and wishing you love, happiness, and romance. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.
It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash USBP.